and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? We're going streaky! Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arvalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. We'll do it again. This little song is more than again and again. Regardless of what my doctor says. <laughs> what contemptible scoundrel has stolen the cork to my lunch? Welcome in everybody to draft 28 of the booze cast coming at you from here at our booze league headquarters in beautiful Camarillo, California. Got Coley sitting back in with us. Good to see you again, Coley. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having cool. you. Hey, just kidding. You're uh, kind of expected to be I, here. So. That's, why, that's why it was funny. Maybe to me only. Thanks um, for taking my call. No, I'm feeling I'm feeling much better. Nice. Nice. Well, welcome back. Sandra, always good to see you as oh, well. Ooh, nice to see everyone too. Um, we got a lot to get to today. Um, we took last week off uh, for some... Uh, everyone's just sick. Yeah. Just is what it is. But um, that means we have a jam-packed show full of a whole lot of content. We got... Uh, me and Sandro have a, have a How Was Your Week? Coley has a How Was Your Month? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, nice. it's good to be back. <laughs> we got uh, crazy drinking laws that are probably still on the books. Uh, Sandro's got a great boozer in history. Me and Coley got to go over the Firestone Walker Invitational that uh, we spent some time at over the weekend. We have a big announcement at the end of the show. Nice. That uh, it'll be at the end of the show. So uh, deal with that. Also, a quick shout out before we really get the show going. The Unfiltered Gentleman, our mm. uh, friendly rival podcast. Nice. Just launched their 100th episode. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations to the boys over there. Um, I mean, they're all kind of, you know, uh, you know, just, they're just, uh, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk crap on them on their hundredth uh, episode, but never, never, every never. other, every other episode, we'll, uh, we'll go deep on them, especially during fantasy football Going, time. They but are a bunch of good guys. So congrats to them. They are. So uh, we might have tug on the show here soon, um, but it, congratulations to them. Awesome. Um, uh, beyond that, I feel it might be time to get over to our beer of the day. Nice. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. So we've been doing a lot of IPAs mm-hmm. for our beer of the day. Yep. I decided to take it another direction just because I, I was feeling a little hop heavy, as it were. My, my taste buds were crying out for some relief. So I went sour instead. Yes. <laughs> Uh, today's beer of the day is uh, Funkworks Provincial Provincial Raz- Let me try that again. Funkworks Provincial Raspberry. Nice. <laughs> Way to go. You like that, yeah. boy? I am a professional. What uh? What decided uh, you to pick this one there? Good question. Um, I'd never had any Funkworks ever. Hmm. Like not not a Funkworks of, of any sort. So um, I decided to go with this one. Uh, very very different from anything we we've tried. Uh, definitely not like any type of variation on an IPA, not anything of okay. that nature. And we've never, we, we've had a sour beer. I think we had a sour beer, uh, the undercurrents, uh, last draft yeah. me and you, but we haven't really done a beer of the day that was a sour beer. So yep. 
This one is a very light one. It's only uh, 4.2% ABV. Gotcha. Alcohol. Uh, Funkworks is out of Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. So I don't think we've done a Colorado beer lately as well. I love Fort Collins. I've never yeah. been. Coley made a really cool like uh, description note on there. Oh, right? I did. The bottle says pairs well with day drinking. That is my kind of beer. Like, <laughs> you look so happy right now, <laughs> even holding it. Oh, amazing! I look Sense like a little chipmunk. Like, like, <laughs> I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. All right, well, you guys go ahead and take a, a sip of it. I'm going to tell cheers. you what Funk Works. Cheers! I'm a Funkswork virgin myself. Want you to think about so. this. This delicious creation was truly a product of creativity, ingenuity, and luck. In the summer of 2013, we took a test batch of our sessionable sour summer ale, Provincial, that didn't quite hit gravity and decided to have some fun with it by adding a heavy dose of raspberries. The end result was so delicious, we ended up brewing it year-round. This delightfully tart fruit beer is refreshing with a citrusy berry aroma, which transitions to a subtly sweet and tart finish. Wow. Uh, this did win the 2014 gold medal in the Belgian-style fruit ale category at the Great American Beer Festival. Untapped rates this at 3.81. What do you think? I like it. You know, on the back end there, it isn't super tart. It kind of really opens up and flattens out. It does. Um, Man, that is easy drinking. Yeah, it is. very easy It pairs drinking. well with day drinking. It does. Sure, yeah. This no. pairs well with a pool. You get no bitter beer face well, afterwards at all. What's weird is you taste the full-blown raspberry. Almost, mm. you know those cookies? I think they're called thumbprints. They have like the jam yeah. in the center. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it kind of, it has that really forward raspberry taste. None yeah. of the sweetness. And like Sandra said, mm. it's really tart, and then it finishes just really like yeah. super clean and smooth on the back end of that. Nice. I'm gonna be honest. Up there, funk works. Part of the reason why I chose this as well is that it, I feel like every time we have a beer for the beer of the day, we're like, "Ooh, this is really good. Check this out." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, we're going to the unknown here. Maybe we won't like it for yeah. once. It'd be okay if you I, didn't. You know. Turns out we're probably alcoholics and we love beer. Yeah. <laughs> turns out I'll be buying another what is, another six pack, a four pack. Uh, six packs. Six pack. Okay. Six pack bottles. You can find it at Whole Foods uh, locally. Nice. Well, I work right across the street from a Whole Foods. How oh, convenient. Look at you. I think this. This is a great entry level or gateway beer for sour lovers, I, you know? Good point. If you're getting into sours and you can try this, you're like, oh, no, no, I don't drink sours. Maybe they had a bad experience because there's a lot of really acidic and tart ones out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, you put this in, uh, in a chalice, nice and cold, day drinking, yeah, people will be stoked on this. Because it, it really has like a regular beer flavor. Yeah, it's got some body. Like you said, it, yeah, it's not just like undercurrents was like super fruity but soup so so sour and tart mm -hmm. you're like you feel it like in the back of your throat mm. like in your under your jaw bones yeah, yeah. it's almost like you're drinking beer where you, you just ate a raspberry and just happen to be drinking beer at the same and time like, right. and like it just kind of worked totally. yeah this yeah. almost tastes like the from remember the 90s the slow brewing company where they had the raspberry or the oregon brew co they had the honey yeah and don't the bring raspberry. up slow brewing to me man but the uh the, the <laughs> oregon honey and raspberry it's just kind of like a beer that has the flavor but it comes from a good place though you know what i mean yeah. like they actually put yeah. some effort and work into it and uh yeah you get something that's super easy to drink i told yeah. you why i'm completely against fruit beers now yeah. right yeah for sure no i told you what what, I, what the story is i think so but it reiterates it, it's not a greatest part. drunk story so i'll i'll do it real quick um story time with the commission <laughs> <laughs> tell us a story back when i was 21 at ucsb uh i was lucky enough to briefly date a 31 year old english woman she had you know the the english accent so Bollocks. i was totally in right <laughs> Um, and one night I went over to her house and it was the first time I'd had a Chardonnay. Uh, my mom had had me drinking white Zinfandel. I was still young. All right. <laughs> no, I was still, I was still a bit of an amateur at drinking at that point in time. And she made, uh, an omelet at like for dinner with a Chardonnay. And I went, 
you could have eggs at night with alcohol? <laughs> Mind blown, right? <laughs> Some next level shit right there. <laughs> so I went home to my, you know, my one bedroom apartment that I shared with uh, my buddy Diggity. And uh, I proceeded to make myself an omelet feeling like a one classy mofo. And had uh, slow brewings, um, and not not the same. Just just for the record, so we don't get confused. Yeah, this is not the same San Luis Obispo brewing that is currently out there. It's not the same slow brew. Yeah, it's actually, if I remember correctly, it's the brewing company that Firestone moved in to mm, use their totally. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. funny it came around, and now Firestone is my favorite craft totally. brewery. But so I made myself an omelet, and I paired it with slow brewings blueberry ale. Whoa! Let me tell you, it didn't work. <laughs> I vomited. <laughs> eggs and blueberry oh, ale man. all night long and i will never Damn. get that image out that was when, when i was 21 like that was detrimental blueberry ales no no just, just one just no. two probably and, at, it, at and it wasn't the eggs at all no no, no. I, mean, <laughs> I just bought them that day because i'm like guess what i'm gonna be doing tonight i'm gonna be a classy that's, mofo that's, watch me go that's hilarious look at me yeah look at me not so anyways yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was my story as to why I'm not a big fan of fruity beer. Still to this day, it was one of those like life changing moments. So when did forever. you pass the threshold into drinking sour beers like Raspberry Provincial? Aggressive. How is that okay? That that's the one that did aggressive it for you? because it wasn't fruity. I'm still not gotcha. aside from undercurrent. Still not a big fan of fruity beers. But this one right here is okay. This one's okay for some gotcha. reason. Okay, cool. We'll see if it comes back up tonight. Well, did I, you eat eggs for dinner? No, but I, I do have a mo- an omelet cooking right now. But. <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that's definitely not going to be happening uh, again. But no, I like this, and I think I'm going to get through a We need a to get a John Denver sample for like the omelet whole thing and just tie it all together. No? Denver omelet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> perfect Denver, Colorado. Wow. <laughs> that was so deep. Was that region? That it, was region. No, it was, it was so it deep. Was, it went over our heads. <laughs> My God, I'm going to take a drink of beer on that note. Thanks, me too. It, it's like that category from Wheel of Fortune, Before and After, John Denver Omelette. You know, they have like those stupid oh, little right. <laughs> All right. I, you know, my mom watched Wheel of Fortune when I was That John up. Denver was full of shit, man. I watched uh, Van White. Van, Van White? Yeah. Yeah, Van, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, so did we all. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, that all being said, why don't we get on to the song of the day? Music. Remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The Song of the Day. So today's Song of the Day is from a band called Jungle. The name of this song is Happy Man, and I, I chose it because the mouth of a happy man is filled with beer. Nice. Uh, Jungle is an English modern soul musical collective based in London. Their style has been described as mid-tempo, 1970s-style funk, mixed with, and this is quite a list, so try and add this up in your head and listen for it in the song, mixed with tropical percussion, wildlife noises, falsetto yelps, psychedelic washes, and bedoinking bass. Damn. Badoinky bass? Badoinking bass. All right. Founders Tom McFarlane and Josh Lloyd Watson have been friends since they were nine years old. They live next to each other in London. They formed Jungle in 2013, and they put an emphasis on the music surrounding artwork and videos instead of their identities. They just call themselves J&T, and they have a, a, everyone that you've seen or everyone that you've talked to that's seen them live just can't stop talking about them. They're insane live. 
I think they played for like three or four hours at their last concert. Like they came out for God knows how many encores. Just wow. full they of the energy. Yeah, they do. They, they yeah. do tour a little bit nice. in the states, so they'll hit the festivals. Um, but uh, they released their first album, Jungle, in 2014, so they're still fairly new. This cool. is their newest single. Just came out uh, last month. If you do want to see them live, which I do highly recommend, junglejunglejungle.com is where I need to go to see that. It's got a good vibe to it. I like it. Now, this is a, this, another one of these songs that I can't quite get out of my head. Like, it just nice. kind of moves along. Like, it's a, it's a great song. It pairs awesome. well with this beer in, like, in the pool. It does. And, and Jay drinking. Is it, is it got some badoinka doink bass in this? Uh, <laughs> I don't in this hear funk? any badoinka doink bass. Well, that's another reason why I chose them to match with funk works, because okay. they're kind of known as a, yeah, as a funk like kind nice. of modern day. I see what you gotcha, did there. Gotcha. Huh? Very nice. I always try and tie Put it in. It all together. I try and bring in something new that people haven't heard, you know. Spit out some knowledge, as like it were. That. So that is um, our song of the day, as it were. That was solid. Um, so, Sandra, why don't we start with you? How was your week? It was pretty good. Uh, just, you know, finishing up the quarter for everyone that's in, you know, the working biz, I guess. Yep. <laughs> they right. understand, you we know, have our like, yeah, we have it's our getting there. Week. Like, I get the email on Mondays. There's only 20 days left of selling. In when for a lot of people, you know? it's, it's, it's a year end as well. A lot of people right? on, on the fiscal mm, year fiscal interesting year. ended in June and starting gotcha. July. So. See, ours is... September or October? I think our fiscal year ends in September and we start a new one in October. Yeah, we're calendar year. Uh, uh, yeah. Nice. Booze League is calendar year, if anyone's wondering. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Helps cool. me with the taxes. Awesome. <laughs> no, other than that, I mean, uh, booze and beer-wise, I think uh, Luponic Distortion 10 is like the freshest beer that I was able to try. Did you guys try that when you were up in the festival? No. The Not jumping said, ahead, but... Is that the one they said pairs well with peach rings? Mm, yes. I, yeah. We know we didn't okay. try it. And I, I like okay. peach rings every once in a while, so okay. I was intrigued by it. I just didn't get to try it. Gotcha. So it's a new one. You know, it'd be great to do a beer of the day one of these times when we do that. Sure. I'll bring some samples Maybe that'll it. be the first one I don't yeah. like. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Well, because we, we, we were standing in Barrel Works looking at it in the cooler... And and Coley's over here going, ooh, oh. Well, and she's just reading off it, the... It's like just, mango, right? Yeah. It's, I think well, it says cream, orange cream school, right? peach rings, and grapefruit. And to oh, tell you the truth, like, I've heard... I've only sampled it a couple different people, but they've said, you know, certain flavors come out to folks. Grapefruit came out to me. Someone yesterday said that they could really taste the peach rings. And then I've heard also people have been turned off by it. They see those, those you know, categorized or the, the descriptions, and they're like, this guy nah, right here. like, I'm not into that. That was but, me. So I think it's, you know, it's something to be said about, okay, we can like kind of lead you to what we think it is, but you ultimately make the decision, you know? So I would say, give it an open mind, try it out, but I don't know. I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised to tell you the truth and um, we'll see which flavor comes out to you the most. Well, it might be with the, with the bitterness that that cuts through all that yeah. and kind of tones it down. It's a clean beer. Were, you know? And then shoot, other than that, you know, um, I think uh, mostly on the booze tip, I've been drinking a little bit of bourbon. Super into like the nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we yeah, like bourbon. definitely. Um, gosh, and then other than that, uh, yeah, just kind of, just kind of cruising right along. What about you guys? Well, uh, of course, we did the Firestone Festival uh, nice. recently, which we'll go over later. We have a whole segment on that. Nice. Um, spent a few days recovering yeah. from that, yeah. um, and we'll again we'll get into. Well, I think we'll probably we might cover last year as well a little bit just to tie in. I don't know. It's up to it's up to you, Cole. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> sure, what, whatever. I unfortunately was able not able to make it. Was busy with work requirements, but that is an amazing event. I'm glad you guys cruised up. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we missed you. Like, and it's actually we had some people ask about you. We saw a lot of Boozley gear up there, which is cool. Nice. Um, people cruising go. around wearing that bitter mm. AF shirt, yeah, that's awesome. which is some nice. good stuff. There you go. 
Every time a guy come up to me and recognize my head, he's like, Booze League! And then he just kept walking, and I was going to be like, oh, I, I co-host. Oh, hey, cool. Podcast, Booze League to nice. you, too, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cheers. Dude, that's rad. Nice. So, but yeah, after that, after that came back, uh, recovered for a bit. Um, came back on Monday. We drove back down, mm-hmm. and I had to drive right back up to Santa Maria for business. Okay. Uh, all the way up, actually, to Arroyo Grande, all, all the way up to AG. And, and so it's like, I got back, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, I got to drive right back. One-day trip. Just a quick trip up and back. Um, yeah, it was quite, uh, it's a lot of driving. it was a lot of, it was a lot of sitting there, but luckily yeah. I, I was riding on the way back up this time. So it wasn't quite so bad. I actually taken the sights, you know, central coast yeah, is beautiful. So it is. you do get to see a lot of cool stuff that you don't when you're mm-hmm. focusing on the road for sure. Yep, yeah, yep. definitely. I've had, uh, I've been traveling up and back for not too many meetings, but it is a whole different landscape when you're not driving for sure. It, it absolutely. So spent the week just kind of recovering, went over to uh, Islands Brewing right on the beach there. Okay, nice. Uh, which is nice, you know, a friend yeah, of mine yeah. uh, bartends there. So I went up there and uh, hung out. Was going to head back up there with the uh, the booze hound. Way too much traffic. Decided yeah. not to go. Gotcha. And instead I went to Made West and uh, hung out there for a bit. And uh, gotcha. I'd say that that was probably about it. Nice. So, Coley? Oh, my month. Would we like to cover some? Uh, <laughs> Jeez. All right, like so to get an update here? Yeah, you know, it's been a pretty good month. Uh, work's been a little hectic, but my best friend since kindergarten, and to give you perspective, we started kindergarten in 1990. Old AF. Why, why are you looking at me uh, when she you had, say that? Oh no, my God. You didn't say. even know when um, I started kindergarten. <laughs> my <laughs> best friend had her baby, and she um, had a surprise gender. We didn't know until she actually had it, so she had a little boy. His nice. name's oh, Max. I, th- I thought that's you awesome. meant like, that's a gender I've never seen before. No, <laughs> it was a gender surprise. She didn't want to find out her entire pregnancy. So I was super, yeah. super excited. I got to see her the next day at the yeah. hospital. That was like... Nice. The highlight of my May. That's awesome. And um, besides getting sick, I was sick that week, and then we geared up, and like Wiley said, we went to the Firestone Invitational, which was a great time. We'll cover that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dodger la- game last, last night. Last night, Wiley, oh, Nick, and I what? went to the Dodger game. Dude, and they yeah. won too, right? They did win. Yeah, that was a great we game. were gone by that point because nice. it is going into extra innings. I was getting yeah. a little yeah. silly too. I had quite a. I had a a big Miche when we walked in. Big yeah, big old Miche. And Nick kept saying it smelled like a garbage can oh or a dumpster. God. And I was yeah, like, he's I, the worst. Like, he, oh, he I hates love all him, fun, but dude. He's the, he does. He hates fun. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> I got to add in a little something in it. Hates it says, you know, hates fun. all fun. <laughs> Such a hater. Very much a hater. And then I had a couple more beers after that. So I was feeling real silly. I felt like my eyes were starting to get squinty and I was like mm-hmm. giggling. And I, my, my work bestie had tickets from our work and I was trying to find her in the crowd and I found her and her boyfriend was trying to get her to see me and it just wasn't working. So out. literally from across the stadium, Coley's like waving and like she's like has her like uh, cup in the air. And, and so the guy in front of her friend gets up and starts dancing back <laughs> at her. And we're talking literally from. I don't think he was dancing. All the way. Oh, he was looking right at us. No, he there was all. Oh. He was staring at the field. He, no, he was three rows up, facing us on the other side of the field. Like it, there was only one place he was facing, and it was at her. He was probably thinking like, "Ooh, I got some chick picking up on me from like, you know, like the next section up and from a hundred rows around the uh, around the field there." Oh but it was, it was a great game. I I love. Spoiler alert: she never did see us. Gotcha. But I did find her, and I, I zoomed in, and I put it on my Insta story, and I'm like, there you are. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you also said you, you were having some Lanny Laurel thing. Oh, Lanny, that's right. Okay, so I know this is kind of Yanny old. Yanny Laurel thing still going on. This is kind of old, on. and I know it's like kind oh, of worn yep, out on the yep. internet, but in part of that week, the same week my friend had her baby, um, was the Laurel Yanny thing, and I heard Laurel. And um, my mom and my husband heard Yanny, and I was like, that's it. I'm running away from home. So I'm going to play it real quick. You guys tell me what you hear. Yeah, we will actually... Laurel. Laurel. 
Are we all in agreement that's Laurel? That's yeah. Yeah. I hear this Laurel. Is Laurel. Yeah. Okay. There's no yeah. This and is no the exact same there. one that I played. It's on my Facebook page, and it's the exact same one that I played Laurel. for my mom and Nick. Yeah, let us know at home. I, I don't know what you guys heard at home, but uh, let us know. You can uh, tweet at us, at Booze League. Uh, also hook up up with us on Facebook as well, nice. and let us know what. Um, can you do a poll on there to on the Booze League Twitter to see if people can vote for? That's a good Andy question. Or Laurel? I don't know. I don't know. Or you can find me on Booze League, and yeah. I could do it on my Insta story. Or, True. Or, the or Booze uh, story. ice cold beer. Ice cold. Yeah. Ice underscore coal. C O L E underscore beer. Yeah, nice. I'm curious to see what people uh, heard it because I did that brief. I was in the middle of just the stuff was busy and like. Firestone was coming out, the, the Invitational, so I didn't really pay much attention to it. I'm like, I hear Laurel. I just moved on with my life, but yep. apparently it was a thing. So, yeah, yeah, it was mm, a thing. Gotcha. I'd be very curious to hear more about that. Um, why don't we go on to some news? Dun, dun, dun. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. So, Sandra, I know in the course of your daily workings in your business, you have to worry about uh, adhering to ABC laws and things like that for the state. And I know they can be kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's some weird ones out there for sure. So this one comes to us from USA Today out of New York. The state liquor authority levied the largest fine ever in the state against a beer maker. American Craft Brewery LLC was fined $975,000. Ouch to settle charges that it was selling unregistered beer and malt beverages in New York. American Craft Brewery LLC is a subsidiary of Boston Beer Company. Mm, ow. Mm, ooh. Who, of course, um, has Sam Adams, Angry Orchard, Twisted Tea, you know, everything so, else. When they doing, like, just, like, local, super uber local breweries and just under on the low? Or? No. So, um, basically, in, in New York, all malt and beer beverages have to get brand label approval. So, they have to run the label by the state sure. and get approval for it. Okay. Uh, it's aimed at preventing bootleg products, ensures drinks are safe for the consumption of, you know, by the consumers, yeah. that kind of thing. They sold 1.4 million cases of products with labels that had not been mm. run by. Interesting. The only thing that they registered, the only one they registered was Twisted Tea Summer Blueberry. And then after that, they registered nothing. It's because they knew how much you love blueberries. That's why. I guess, yeah. They, they're like, you know, oh, the commish. We'll take care of them. If he ever comes to New York. Twisted um, Tea. According to Christopher Riano, who is the counsel for the Liquor Authority, they say the law is the law, and American Craft Brewery has acknowledged that they were operating outside of it. Yeah, but uh, they did. Um, what they did sell was valued at twenty four million in sales. So basically, it was oh, that's what, a slap on the wrist. Right yeah, it was one twenty fourth of what they <laughs> sold, but yeah. still, uh, almost a million dollars in fines uh, to. It's crazy how much these guys spend to make money. Seriously, that's one yeah. thing that I've learned. Like, you know, the the company I work for is super respectable, but there's a lot of bigger companies out there that will just take that hit, no mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, and they'll like, be what just else? for the bigger good of it, just to get the competitors out too. If you're knocking the other beer or the other drink off the shelf to get that on, they'll they're more than happy to pay for that. Right. It's weird. It's crazy. Well, I wonder what 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 was the holdup? Like, was it a a thing like where uh, maybe it takes a long time to get registered? Timing. They want to wait. And I bet all it that? was a timing issue. Probably so. Um, we off on a side note, I've heard of breweries wanting to go like to Europe. And, you know, when uh, if your packaging is in 100 percent on like what the European standards are, like, damn, that whole batch of beer is 
effed pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks. Like there, you know, there's some strict standards out there. So it's kind of one of those little things where they catch you on it. Ooh, yeah, it could be pricey. Yeah, small chance of getting caught. But if they do catch you, 100% of it being bad. So that is uh, sad. Um, Speaking of sad, we have some sad news for our second news story. Coming out of Ireland, Irish whiskey has become so popular that we may not even be able to drink it in a few years. Hmm. What? John Teeling, who makes a fantastic whiskey in his own right, um, says, and he's kind of regarded as the father of the Irish whiskey renaissance, I mean, John Teeling is, and he says, a shortage of Irish whiskey may be on the horizon due to rising global demand. Sales have been growing at more than 10% per year in over 75 countries. And you have a pretty limited amount of people making it in Ireland. Yeah. Jameson and other distillers are investing in increased production capacity, but may not be able to keep up with demand. And this is similar to the Japanese whiskey's current shortage issue. I don't know if sure. you guys have known that that's going on. Brands like uh, Hibiki, uh, Yamazaki. I'm, pro- I'm sure. Ooh, so good. Yamazaki is amazing. They are now in short. Suntory, too. Yeah. Oh, so Suntory, good. yeah. They're now in short supply. In fact, Suntory has already started withdrawing sales of Hakushu 12-year and Hibiki 17-year because they don't have any whiskey left. See, honestly, I think that's kind of cool. I think that when you make something rare and special, people will appreciate it more. And, like, we live in such a buyer's market where you can go out and buy anything you want on the Internet or everywhere where actually when something is good and rare, it's cool. That actually kind of is like setting the bar, a new bar. That's Mm -hmm. my personal opinion. Right. But, uh, I mean, as much as I love Irish whiskey – yeah, I mean, hey, you know, maybe it's going to make it a little more special for folks. Right? No? Yeah. Well, that's a positive way of thinking about it. I try. Sandra's a very positive <laughs> I have tears streaming down my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't take it away. <laughs> take my life, not the whiskey. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, can you guess what we missed early on? Hmm? Oh, Round drink. one. I was getting parched. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine someone sitting at home right now? Like, like just like the beer up, like, up to their lips waiting. waiting. It's like, Oh, that is good. Just for that, we got to get through four of those. Um, oh, what? <laughs> I think I got what? four sips left of mine. Oh, we, might, we might be on to round two pretty damn quick here then. Um, so, our next story, our final story, uh, comes from Denver, Colorado. Mm. No, kind it of ties cool. it right back into the omelet thing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, dude. I didn't make it up, dude. It just happened. Uh, this freaking guy over here. I'm taking a piss. Oh, Sandra and his omelet. Do you need an omelet, dude? Like, do, I wouldn't do we say need no. To, like, honestly. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the name, no. All right. Um, so our next one does come out of Colorado, the capital. I won't say the name. Um <laughs> So, one person was injured by shots fired by an off-duty FBI agent at a Denver bar. The agent dropped his gun while dancing. This occurred... Oh, I heard about this. Oh, This dude. occurred at Mile High Distillery, a bar described as a gathering place for young professionals in the lower downtown Denver area, also known as Lodo. Uh, there is a video of the incident. Uh, the video shows the FBI agent dancing. Then doing a backflip, <laughs> which oh, caused the gun tucked God. into the back waistband of his pants to go flying and land on the ground in Ugh. front of him. In his hurry to pick it up, it went off. So it took a moment for everyone to realize that someone had been hit by a bullet. 
And then the victim starts to bleed everywhere and the place is evacuated oh. and EMT and cops start oh, running. Oh, <laughs> so uh, according to one witness, the agent just peaced out, literally her words, um, just peaced out, <laughs> didn't even check on the guy. Meanwhile, according to the same witness, the victim took the situation pretty well. He was drunk, and he was like, I'm all good, as they were loading him into the ambulance. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if you're going to get shot, and it's not, you know, life-threatening, yeah. you might as well be drunk. Cheers like, to you're that gonna, guy. You're going right? to bleed out I mean, a lot. Oh, hey. You think I have a positive attitude. Here's, right? here's the best part. He's like, pass me another beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> here's the best part of this story. This is Mile High's comment, Mile High uh, Spirits. The whole team at Mile High Spirits is praying for the victim's quick recovery, and he's welcome at Mile High Spirits to enjoy complimentary drinks Forever. Whoa. Damn. So, my ass and call me buddy. Right. You get like Going shot in the esophagus and he can't drink anymore? No, <laughs> 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 he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to talk. I, I'm, kind of, I'm picturing Touché. that. Like it goes off and everybody stops. And then you look at that one guy and he's like, oh. <laughs> I've been hit. Son of a bitch. It's really Just like my the old time. gypsy woman said. <laughs> It just tastes like something that would be a product of a <laughs> So, Ouch, uh, dude. Yeah, that's... I mean, why is that FBI guy doing backflips? Like, with a gun. Like, really, you're that pumped, bro, where you got to do a backflip and then shoot somebody? I don't care if you have a gun or not. Why are you doing a backflip drunk? Dude. Who, who, who you're that guy. Who does backflips in a club? You're anyway, that guy. Like, or, like, guy. it's a that distillery, guy. right? It wasn't, like... <sighs> It's a gathering place where people listen to music and probably drink spirits. And do backflips. And he did a backflip. Just showing off for a special lady. Flipping out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Booze League Radio. It sounded like that intro when I was... uh, Waking up with that crow. Whenever I was telling to you Alf? earlier, I was like, you were gonna say Alf, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alf. Dude, I love Alf. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> <little> too much. <laughs> right. Shame, shame, shame. Right, so, <laughs> I think it's over to you, uh, there, yeah, young I know. lady. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to compose myself so I can talk about these drinking laws. So, is I, there a law against eating cats in that? No, oh my God. There's aliens eating cats. Yes. Um. Okay, so I I always think drinking laws are kind of funny. A lot of them are, like, outdated and stuff, but they're still, I mean, technically it's a law. So mm. I th- just kind of looked up a list on Ranker. Ranker's kind of a great site for nice. a lot of different things. They get a lot of info off Ranker. Shout out to Ranker. Shout out to Ranker. Uh, number one, Utah restaurants pour drinks behind a curtain. So <laughs> that's, I, that's still no, going on. Yeah. Appa- yeah, it's still going on. So apparently, that's I crazy. guess, I think until 2009, bars had to operate as, like, private clubs, and they had to charge membership fees. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So those yeah. laws were repealed, but now they have to pour drinks behind an opaque pane of glass so as not to tempt uh, teetotal. How do you say that? Te- teetotalers. Teetotalers Whoa. and children. Wow. Wait, so up until 2009, you had to pay basically a membership fee to go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They charge me- to- like private clubs. They operated as like a God private club. Damn. I think that the membership fee could be super minimal, though. Like Probably. It's just kind of like a principal thing. Like you pay yeah. like, I don't know, a dollar or something. But still, it's, it's like, still don't the tell principle. me how to live my life, though, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm You're not the boss of me. I'm going to totally. pay to drink there. Like, don't, <laughs> don't make me pay a membership to pay money to drink. It's kind of crazy. Uh, second, you can't ride a cow if you're drunk in Scotland. Damn it. Oh, that, yeah. I know you guys are upset. I'm going to take that off my bucket there list. there is a licensing act of 1872, and it says it's illegal to ride atop a cow while intoxicated in Scotland. 
And it's also illegal to operate a horse or a steam engine. Two very similar things. How do you operate a horse? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I say, how do you said. operate a steam engine? There's so many dials and levers and stuff. I don't and know. then you're... <laughs> <laughs> Horses can be just the same way. Could you ride Race. under a cow? And then, okay, this, you guys, this one, though, <laughs> this one is the craziest. It's a, in England, it's illegal to be drunk in a pub. Like oxymoronic much? You're like, huh? damn it. Right? Uh, that confuses me. Well, it said, so however, um, despite Bollocks. England having their like thriving drinking culture, right? Like yeah. that's, right. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's technically against the law to be intoxicated in a pub. This was also part of that silly licensing act of 1872 that said you can't ride a cow if you're drunk or, you know, operate heavy machinery. Who, yeah. Who is making these I don't laws? know. It's still on the books, but they say it's not enforced. I would, I would guess it's, not. It's Hopefully the new saying. princess can, like, change that. Oh. Right? <laughs> Meghan Markle? Yeah, that's right. Shout why did, out to Meghan Markle. Why did I know that? <laughs> and then, okay, this one. Shame. Shame. <laughs> We're going to have to go to Texas and try this. You can't chug a beer in Texas while standing. Watch me. Oh Watch me do gosh. it. Right in front yeah. of a cop. Civil That's disobedience. Right. Yep. It's Girl, illegal, to take, on it's illegal wow. to take more than three sips of beer at one time while standing. And what? I'm sure that's a very difficult law to enforce. Ouch. Hey, hey, Walker. Lick, lick, lick my balls. Uh, <laughs> like, nice. Not David Walker, for the record. Okay. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> nice. Yeah, David Walker's our hero. No, no, he's fine. Yeah. I mean, David Walker would definitely chug a beer in Texas. Well, I could see that. I would, Standing up. I would hope to run into him there and do it right alongside of him. <laughs> but but he couldn't be drunk in a pub in his own home country. Dude, that's Bollocks. crazy. Is that just kind of like a safety net for like, hey, you've had enough, you got to go kind of Well, thing. was that during the Puritan kind of time? Like, yeah, it was 1872 or something, right? It was right? part of the licensing act of 1872. Oh, I didn't get okay. into really what that was. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, public intoxication in Nevada will always be legal. Cheers, Nevada. Right oh, yeah. on Cheers. Nevada. Cheers, Nevada. Yes. Uh, their legislator passed that being drunk in public is legal and always will be. So cheers to Sin City. They actually took a law to make that happen? That's what it said. That's awesome. They know where they make their money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't... You, can you imagine if you go to Vegas and every time you go there, you get like, you know, on the strip, you're cruising awesome. around and they... No. And they like put you in a cop car. Yeah. They're like, hey, you've been drinking too much. You're like, they give it out for free, yo. Or like, want? like you and Isla Vista. You have to like turn your cup upside down oh, when you yeah. walk on the totally street. Totally have to have oh. yeah. Totally, yeah. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a nightmare. Oh, I have a funny story about that. Foot soldiers. <laughs> Not foot soldiers, foot patrol. Yep. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Foot soldiers of Johnny Law is what they are. <laughs> Pretty much. Foot wait, soldiers. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, in El Salvador, you can be shot for drunk driving. What? You can be shot? You could do a shot? No, <laughs> you can be shot. Uh. Bang, bang. First time Damn. DUI offenders face nothing less than a firing squad. However, they noted this law a relic because in El Salvador, they abolished the death penalty in 1983. Whoa. So, again, kind of oxymoronic, but... We're like, sight. Ouch. Interesting, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, next time I tri- uh, plan my little El Salvador trip. Right? You just don't drink and drive. I guess. You know what? There are some uh, breweries down there, though. Are there? I think, I think yeah, craft beer is kind of, like, taken off. And uh, my sister went to El Salvador stayed at this like little resort thing that was right down the road from a brewery mm-hmm. tried the beer thought it was great even brought me a shirt back i was pretty stoked shout out to jessica that's pretty you. awesome <laughs> well next time maybe she can bring some back in her suitcase yeah but don't drive and drink no definitely not. <laughs> and then this one was kind of funny minors can drink in alaska sort of right so those under 21 can drink in restaurants that don't serve alcohol as long as the booze is brought in and given to them by a parent, guardian, or wow. spouse. Nice. So that's I, pretty amazing. That's, crazy. that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So as, as long as the restaurant itself doesn't serve alcohol, you can bring it in yourself, which 
so it's weird. really like really weird anyway with all so of you're our... drinking at mcdonald's uh, with your parents there with you pretty it, much and you're right? bringing a zima or no <laughs> come on Coley would love that i love oh <laughs> it's a long story yeah, zima no, is good in the pool okay you guys can make fun of me all, no, all hey, that's all good it's... well so you know you, but so okay. is this funk works provincial raspberry yeah. so Which, it's time to drink again right bush yes it is <laughs> round two I'll have another. It's a trap. Cool. I'm slamming him tonight. Utah, give me two. Yeah. Behind a curtain, please. <laughs> or no, oh, paint, paint a glass. Nice. That was <laughs> nice. awesome. Hi, yeah. Nice one. Um, I only have two more. Drinking and sexy movies don't mix. Utah. In- Idaho. Give me two. You said you only had two more. <laughs> well, I'm giving you two. It's perfect. Per- per- okay, so wait, wait, hold on. Drinking two. and sexy movies? Don't mix in Idaho. Uh, in 2000, Idaho published a law that prohibits movie theaters from selling alcohol during movies that depict sex. Are they afraid they're just going to start boning down in the middle of I the... I have uh, no uh, idea, but they said as recently as 2015, two undercover Idaho State police officers busted a theater for serving drinks to customers in its like VIP section mm-hmm. during a screening of... Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, great oh, job. Shit, That's right, baby. Huh? What am I saying here, huh? And then lastly, I did Pennsylvania's messy drinking laws because I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There you go. This one's a little bit long, but I'll try to make it concise. Um, this state has both um, state-run liquor stores called Fine Wines and Good Spirits. And I'm pri- sorry, we're out of time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry, no, anyway, sorry. And privately owned beer stores, and you can't get one at the other. So wine and liquor prices must remain the same everywhere in the state, and while wine can be bought in winery storefronts, it can't be bought in supermarkets. Doesn't Oregon have something like that as well? Hmm. I don't remember anything. Like, Hawaii kind of has something like that, right? The ABC stores? That's crazy. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I think Oregon has like state-run liquor stores. Maybe or, not all or, of them are like that. I, I don't you know. You know what? Honestly, when I was in Oregon, I didn't drink hard alcohol. We there was so much good beer. There's like that's, no that's point. I mean, for me really anyway. Too it, was, it was so yeah, I wasn't gonna waste yeah, my yeah. time. Too oh, yeah. Uh, when you go to a beer distributor, you can only buy kegs or cases, not six packs or large bottles. That's amazing. I love that. To get smaller quantities of beer, you have to go to a bar, bottle shop, or grocery store, but Dude. only those with a special license and only separated area with seating. You can't buy more than 192 ounces of beer at a bar or bottle shop, and each store has particular hours and days they are open. It wasn't until the governor pleaded with the liquor board control to free the six-pack, in quotes. <laughs> free yeah. the six-pack. Free the six-pack. Free the six-pack. That gas stations were allowed to buy and sell beer, but only nine. O- quantity nine. Wh- how Quality nine. So, so I think so like nine six-packs is what it did. Oh, it really... I thought I meant nine beers. Nine no, beers. I said like for the six-pack, they're allowed to sell beer, but only nine. So I, I'm assuming it's nine six-packs. That's a case and a half, though. No, wait, no, that's... Or maybe it is only a... nine beers, but that's not a six-pack. That's pack, a six-pack so. and two, a half six-pack. That's pack. two and one. I can math. Two cases plus one. So that's totally weird. Wait, there's nine four, beers? There's, there's four, no, nine beers or nine six-packs. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That the, the whole thing is so. Do all anyone who sells beer there have to like completely redo their packaging so they can sell nine beers at liquor st- or gas stations? Uh, I don't know. It just said until the governor pleaded with the liquor control board to free the six pack that gas stations were allowed to sell beer, but only nine. I want. I'd, I'd love to see that meeting. He goes in. He gets on. His, he's like, please, please, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> Love of God. Free the six pack. <laughs> That's amazing. Dilly dilly. You were wow. a friend of the crown. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, crazy. the state I was born in is crazy. Thanks, mom and dad, for moving me out to California where mm-hmm. we can get any type of liquor anywhere we want at a CVS, a grocery yeah. store, any time of night, essentially, until like 2 o'clock. All kinds of different are. packages, Still, too. Yeah. All kinds of different packages, mm. two packs, four packs, cases, whatever we want, whenever we want. Very nice. Costco actually just released some vodka um, uh, pops, uh, frozen pops. I saw that. Kind of like o- Otter Pops, yeah, but yeah. vodka pops. I saw that oh. all over the great interwebs, and yeah. I really want to try it. Yeah, me too. We'll do it on the next one. There you go. So yeah, those are uh, crazy drinking laws across nice. the states. Man, that's crazy, Coley. We, uh, you know, every time I hear these laws, you know, and no offense to anyone listening elsewhere, we're really lucky here in California. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. have to walk through negative thirty weather to get our booze. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to show up like, let's say we're in Pennsylvania, like it's negative twenty out. We show up, and they're like, oh, sorry, we just closed, but across the street is their turn. And then you have to walk all the way over there to get your booze over there, <laughs> no, or whatever. Like yeah. something weird <laughs> like that. <laughs> they're like, you have to go to the, the bar. Way over there. But you can only buy a keg. Can you imagine rolling a keg home in like 30 degree weather? God damn it. Thank God I got my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> so we did Nyla Vista. Just, you know, pop that keg oh, yeah. stone, that, the- that keystone light on a, on a, oh, uh, oh it was absolutely. Monster. We drank that in Fort Collins. I was 22 Ooh, when we went. But I mean, so that's bad. Like, it was like, so a like you're green being belt. picked on in the fifth yep. grade. Like these like condos on a green belt. And you just see kids with kegs and all they, I mean, we we're all college. So all mm-hmm. they could afford was, you know, Key Light or right. Natty Light, yeah. and that's what we played beer pong with when we were there. Invited over 25 of your closest friends, and then you I went mean, and found I, the next game. I cried every nice. time I took a sip. Like, it hurt my soul a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Even back then? Yeah, because... Because I did not. I just I was just drinking. Oh, it was yeah. it was horrible. I hated it. Because we went to New Belgium when we were there. Oh, so, okay. That and makes we, sense. And we did yeah. Odell. So we did some craft brew tours. So you, you'd have been exposed already to That's when I had my first I was, okay. I, say, I was a little bit of a beer snob when I was young, too. Like, the first beers that I kind of really drank were good. And then delved into the whole, like, malt liquor, cheap beer thing as, oh, like, yeah. I got closer to the, like, college age and stuff. Yes. It was weird. It was a total opposite re- regression. But it was what it was. At the end of the day, you're like, yeah, we're partying. Well, look, and I still drank yeah. it. It just hurt my soul a little bit. Like, I, it was sometimes it was really hard to get down but that's okay so yeah <laughs> the first beers that i was drinking in college was newcastle which is pretty good which is pretty good and beer. then it was also um uh red Pickle. dog yep uh red, you remember red dog i do remember it was red, red dog, dog and red wolf had the uh like the course has the blue mountains yeah, yeah. like they had um i don't i think the the red dog. i think the, the either the wolf or the dog showed up as the beer got warmer so as you drank it the wolf would appear. Yeah, you got to know it's no time no recollection to drink. of That's this classic, beer. dude. Yeah, hell yeah. I know, dude, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, a, totally. I'm an old fart. Google. Yeah, me too. Diabetes. Um, but anyways, well, <laughs> thank you, Coley. Yeah, that was cool, Coley. Thanks. Nice. Now pouring. The Booze Cast. All right, Sandro. Hello. Are we ready for our very first Great Boozers in History? Great boozer. I thought we did another great boozer in history. No, this no. is the first one. First one. Oh, mm-hmm. We did give excited. away the Hall of Fame when you were at uh, when we did the O'Leary's one. We gave the Andre uh, the Giant Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, that you yeah. know what? Okay, cool. That's yeah, what he's I was he's the about. greatest boozer yeah, in history yeah, at this Andre's point. Andre's amazing. Okay, well, um, without further delay, the first guy or this guy that we're gonna kick this off with goes by the name of Stephen Gilchrist Glover. Which everyone knows as Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> so official. Good old Steve-O was born on June 13th, 1974. So he had a birthday this week, which is awesome. So Happy birthday, shout out Steve-O. to Steve-O. Nice. Right Even, on, Steve-O. You know, yep. Happy birthday, brother. 
he's sober now, you know, but he definitely left all kinds of uh, footprints, honestly. I mean, for young, old, everybody. I mean, I was kind of a little late in the game when that whole jackass thing, mm-hmm. CKY, or CK... Yeah, CKY. CK, yeah, everything. Uh, it all like, came I in. I watched all of those. Can't kill yourself. Kinda, yeah, yeah, I kind of... I caught on late in the game with that, but I, I I think it's genius. I think it's awesome. I'm a big fan. Definitely was super into it. Um, a little bit going into Steve-O here, you know, obviously he's the man, dude. He, like, you know, stunter, started skateboarding, wasn't very that good at it, but, you know, just kept filming and kept on doing weird shit. Um, what I didn't know about was his pops was actually, like, a bigwig in South America for Pepsi. Like, he was, like, the head of Pepsi down there. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't super know that. weird, dude. And he's born... In England, he's got an American citizenship, Amer- uh, British citizenship, and Canadian citizenship. Are you, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as these are you, are, uh, these are, are you, catching up. Are you a little, you little buzzed up there, sir? A couple. Hey, does that mean we're drinking another beer? Does that mean? Are you? Does that? Does that mean that maybe we're drunk? When you start to pound some drinks and you get a little buzz, you make mistakes, you slur your words, you can't control your tongue, and that is when you start. Can't control your tongue. It's for Stevo. Come on, guys. Maybe we're drunk. Maybe we're drunk. Nice. Nice. Well, okay, so what you were talking about earlier, this does connect to Florida because... Oh, no. <laughs> good old It always connects to Florida. Good old, good old Florida man. Would you, would you consider Steve-O a Florida man? No. You know what? He went to the University of Miami for a year. <laughs> That's it. That, did, he that was any, it. did he do any jackass stuff? No, no, no. He, he, just, he just went uh, and like he wasn't good at school. Like, I'm just it, waiting it to his thing. I don't even think jingle. that you could actually yeah. be considered a resident after going to university for one year. Because, you know, like once you consider established residency, your right. tuition's like a lot yeah, less. Totally. I, don't, I don't even think a year constitutes. Yeah, I think it's two. Uh, so technically, he wasn't even a resident. Yeah, so we he, won't count him as a He was just there. Okay. He was hanging okay. out there for a little bit. Okay. All right. But then, interesting, after that, after a year of college at the University of Miami, didn't work out, right? But guess where he went to after that? A very declarated outfit known as Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. Oh, oh I was yeah. gonna say the circus. <laughs> yeah, but. for sure. A friend of mine went to that clown college. No way, really. And I kind of followed her journey on Facebook, and it's it's intense. Yeah, I would imagine it's pretty so. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. So he he you know he took care of that, got it all done. Um, he was actually denied to be a clown for the actual skit or the the show or whatnot. It's it is what it is. But, you know, he went on to just kind of working small jobs here and there and uh, just kind of made a name for himself. After that, I mean, he just, with his friends' connections with Bam and just, just he's just partied. He was, he was a party animal, went on to it. Um, and then from there on, I mean, we just hear all this crazy stuff that Steve-O did. I mean, I could just remember, like, the hook in the mouth one is, like, one, oh, of, my, one, one of my favorite in, ones, you know what I mean? Because he was, he, like, uh, hook... It, 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 well, explain it for the, the listeners. Like, sure. hook in the mouth hat and was towed behind yeah, a boat, right? Yeah, in shark-infested waters, oh, right? Jesus like, he so he's like, bait. yeah, he's a live bait floating <laughs> I around. That one. But it's just kind of like a testament to where he was. Like, I mean, the dude obviously drank a lot. He partied a lot and was on a whole different, another level. And it was just kind of fueling the fire for what was going on with all those guys in the Jackass era. Um, you know, he just kind of kept it going. Had some moments. I think we all kind of saw like the rise and fall of Steve-O. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he was trying to, after Jackass had done its thing, they were trying to bring it all back together. And I have some notes here like, uh, yeah, they, they put together like some kind of like jackassworld.com. They were trying to get like some stunts and some shows put together. They had like a recording artist, DJ Jukes. 
and Mike Judge from Beavis and Butthead. Everyone was all like on this MTV thing, and he was just faded, just like fucked up beyond belief. Hmm. And he got kicked off the set like right then and there. Like, oh wow! So it kind of got dark for him. You know, all the cool, fun shit that we see definitely was rad, but there was another side of it too. And so I don't know. It's just trying to kind of bring some light and some some human to it. And shit, now he's been sober for eight years. And if you have a chance to catch a stand up, it's awesome because he'll just go about like you know doing uh stories about like doing cocaine with Mike Tyson or something crazy weird you know like just weird <laughs> shit the like best kind of stories. all of a sudden he's just like out there like telling these crazy hollywood stories real hollywood stories with Stevo kind of like the thing with Chappelle yes mm-hmm. I'm but they're with Charlie Murphy dude, with Charlie Murphy but with Stevo so if you have a chance to check that out without like giving it away definitely worth checking out dude you get a whole insight into his whole what he came up with but uh, I've got a couple questions for you. Uh-oh. What do you guys think Steve-O's drink would be if he were to like be drinking right now? I'd say a kamikaze because that guy is just <laughs> full speed ahead. Ooh, uh, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Nice, yeah. I mean, Was those it? are all good. No, you know what? Oh, I damn. looked extensively to see what he did drink. And Coley called it. No, Coley was like, he probably just drank whatever. I mean, those guys were drinking like Miller High Lives during most of those movies mm-hmm. that they were doing. I... I picked Rufi Colada as his favorite drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean, that's kind of a joke. Kind of. <laughs> but, um, all right, well, what is, uh, what's your guys' favorite Stevo memory? Do you have a favorite Stevo segment or a favorite Stevo memory? I just loved when he was with, I always forget his name, Chris Pontius or yeah, on yeah, Wild yeah. Boys. Yeah. I, anything about that, because I love nature and I love animals anyway. Like, I grew up watching Discovery Channel. So when you put... Two men with humor and animals. That's just, that's like my favorite. Chris nice. Pontius is damn funny. He Hilarious. Is. Like yeah. it, party boy. He was yeah, party a lot boy. Of people, yeah, party boy. He just <laughs> started yeah. dancing like half naked at people in Japan <laughs> yes. and shit. Like, Th- those oh my were, God. Like, my mid, my mid teen years. Like, I feel like I was raised by Jackass and um, CKY. Like, nice. that, that's like. So, so that goes into the next one. Is that the guy that the Jackass that you would party with? Would it be Chris Pontius? Would you guys be. Oh, no. I'd, I, well, so if you well, had a Jackass to party with, who would it be? See, it, for me, back in the day, like back in the day, yeah, it wouldn't be Steve-O. Because see, like my favorite Steve-O moment was uh, he's getting tattooed in his own face with Henry Rollins <laughs> <laughs> in a Jeep, like four by four. Yes, and they're in the desert awesome. and they're like going. And, like, and he's just like, and, and so you can dude. see like the uh, the whole. So bad. So, I mean, I think Steve-O was a little like too extreme. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I feel like, uh, I don't know, who, who would you party with? Okay. Purely because I had a crush on Johnny Knoxville. 100 percent johnny there knoxville. You go, johnny knoxville that's cool that's i awesome. would party with him probably just so i could get in his pants but but i mean i'm sure he's a good time uh, yeah. nick anyway. doesn't listen to this anyways right yeah, you know. <laughs> give or take it's fine whatever i'm sure he has some celebrity crushes as well too. megan fox he'd leave me for her in a second in a second you know what at least you have more thumb than she does so she that's does. something <laughs> she does have toe she's thumbs. only got one and a half thumbs i think so <laughs> So you got that going Thanks. for you. If he's I, a if he's a thumb guy, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't said anything, but you know. <laughs> I assume my thumbs are nice. If he left me for Megan Fox and then left her to come back to me because she had weird thumbs, then we know. You'd be with Johnny Knoxville already. So it wouldn't <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, like, oh, thank God, I almost dated Megan Fox, but she didn't have enough thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer full length digits, thank you. Nice. <laughs> 
So, uh, great boozers in history from Speaking Sondo. of thumbs, look. I've what are you doing with double that? Double jointed thumb. Just so you, I know you can't see it, Radio World, right here, but my thumb can bend back. We'll take a video of it. Which is crazy. I've had some moments where it's bent all the way back and had to snap it back into it. It's okay. not fun. Yeah. In fact, yeah, you know what? But, I'm going to take yeah. a video of it right now and nice. put it up on uh, <laughs> up on the Instagram. So, <laughs> I mean, you guys brought up the thumb thing. No, I just no, had to like, bring it up. You, know? you, like, have, you have really a, long thumbs weird, and like, they're. Yeah. So for those of you who uh, who have just seen this on uh, our Instagram with a video and wondered what was going on, now Can you, you know. do a boomerang of it, like going back and forth oh, like oh, that. Oh, yeah, do a boomerang. All right. Ba boing, ba boing. All right, ready and go. All right, let's see. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's. Oh, oh, oh God, that looks. Awesome. Oh, that looks awesome. It doesn't look like wow. it's even attached wow. to you. Fellow listeners, you are in for a oh, treat. Oh, dear God. A treat. Oh Be sure to check out the Instagram <laughs> after this. <laughs> That's when, awesome. When you want to give a thumbs up, but you kind of don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, fam. <laughs> well, you know, you were cool, but... <laughs> but <laughs> are you entertained? What is that one? Uh, uh, the Gladiator movie? Where are you not entertained? Like, literally, Sandro's thumb could be sideways no matter which way he turned it. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Look at that. There we go. Oh, it's, oh dude. Your face oh, is so, so gray in the background, too. <laughs> it's like, you know, like I'm always impressed when people can dance like doing the worm. Like, your thumb can do the worm. That is so weird. All right. That's, I'm going to have to. Awesome. Think about something. Why don't we go into round three and wash that vision Woo! out of our heads? All right. <laughs> <laughs> round three. You get a cheers for that one. That was great. <laughs> That's pretty cheers, amazing, Wiley. dude. Oh, we'll have another. Silly drunk tricks. Ping oh. pong. I just get silly. This guy has the most opposable oh, thumbs I've ever seen. <laughs> Can both thumbs do that? Oh. Cannibal. <laughs> call it my hitchhiker thumbs. I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> How do they know which way you're going? I, it depends, dude. <laughs> that depends on what car picks me up first, I guess. <laughs> oh, dear God. All right, Coley. Um, we are on to our Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Fest. Okay. Recap. Do you want to go first on this one? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm feeling silly. Um, all right. Well, it. It was kind of a long drive up on Friday. It was, yeah. We did get a, we got a late start. We did. Um, very, very late start. Nick on had to work overtime. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah. He's going pee. He's got to get back in uh, a minute. Oh no! Jeez, I gotta take. I haven't had to do this since Otto was on the show. <laughs> Chance to drink some beer here. It is not that I need it because same I'm, rules apply. I'm silly and I'm trying to recap here. So if he gets back after. I gotta pee. After this runs out, you have to chug it. He's gotta chug that beer. He's gonna be hitting round four a little faster than. Uh... How much time do we have? Let's see, this is gonna be. Thirty seconds. Oh. He's in there like pushing right now, veins sticking out of his forehead. <laughs> the main vein. <laughs> his thumbs are all like sideways. You know, he's like. Oh. Yes. I'm gonna take a piss. You wanna go? I wouldn't have to chug this beer, though. Oh, is he coming back? Oh. No. I don't even see him. I'm Two, starting to, I'm starting to like... One. And that is it. He's got to chug that beer. He does. Damn, I hope he's only peeing. 
Well, we can still go on with our little recap because we were there. All right. So uh, I'll let you continue talking. Oh, so it took a while to get there. Stopped and ate. Um, we kind of called it an early night. I think we checked in, grabbed a beer from the hotel fridge. Everything up there closed. Kind of early. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like uh, Barrel House closed at 9. And we didn't um, get up there till after 9.30 or 10. 9.30 or 10. Yeah. yeah. And I think even Firestone Walker's um, the, the main tap. Hey, by the way. You have to chug your beer because you you're chug over your beer. a minute. Chug, chug, chug. You took way longer than a minute, sir. So, you know, it was, it was good to, like, get rest and be prepared for the next day. Um, the Hampton Inn serves a great little breakfast. You can make your own waffles there. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, you were very, very excited I carb-loaded like crazy before the brew fest. Omelet, right? No. No, not, yeah. <laughs> they, had, <laughs> they had, like, they had little omelets there, like, mm. already pre-made, but no Denver, so I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, they're sorry. actually Danver omelets. <laughs> because it was, uh, Danver. Yeah, it, it, was, it was Eloise Damn. Danver was the lady working, <laughs> and she made Danver waffles. Hey, I love waffles, though. Waffles are amazing. They, waffles. they were really good. They had everything there. So I definitely carb-loaded. Diabetes. Because, Diabetes. It, you know, it's 97 degrees it. outside, yeah. and you're drinking, I mean, I Which, guess. Which, side note, every year, like this is my third year going to the Firestone Invitational. Every year, it's all nice the week before. Yeah. The day of, it's, it's like Mother Nature just cranks it up. Is that like, crazy? You're going to uh, be drinking high alcohol content beers? Flames. Hey, guess yeah. what? Because remember, like I said, I had to go all the way back up Santa Maria the Tuesday after the Firestone Fest. So even when we came back down Monday, driving back down, it was like uh, mid-60s. Like, it was nice. Hey. What, 100 degrees? We're like, dude. Well, well, it was a little warm still in Paso, but it was, it was a little warm I can tell you by Tuesday, it was down in the mid-60s. Like a nice little breeze. Like, damn, this would have been perfect to drink that 18% ABV freaking thing from the brewery. Yes. So um, it was actually kind of funny. We were heading back up to the room just to grab the essentials to go. And I was wearing, I was being a total fangirl, and I was wearing my Firestone shirt that I purchased online last year for the (laughs) brewery. And someone in the elevator recognized the shirt and was like, hey, you know, there's a, like a free shuttle that'll take you from this hotel to the brewery or the brew fest. And we're like, oh, I didn't know that. So Nick and I got to the room. We told Wiley. We ended up hanging out with them the entire time at the festival. So that was kind of cool. Nice. We like, met our, some new friends. Our friends, not, not me. That we, no, our, <laughs> our friends. They were from Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they're super cool. I um, got their uh, contact info on Facebook. So we're Facebook friends. There you go. Yeah, they were and, fun. Uh, nice. Yeah. And we can always go visit them in Long Beach. There's stuff out Shout there. Out the ballast points out there and stuff. Definitely. So, um, cool. Yeah, it was hotter than balls. I, of course, went into uh, Mr. Walker's line so he could pour me <laughs> our first beer. Yeah, the first one the was the uh, the we ta- milk? yeah the mother's milk. mother's milk. I mean, to start it off, I and mean, we got there it was already ninety five degrees, Ooh. and they're like, "Hey, here's this eleven uh, point something." Yeah, yeah. Ten, I think it's ten point seven or something. Uh, ABV uh, alcohol. Yeah, beer. But you know what? We're looking for more because it was sure. delicious. It was nice. really good. It was delicious. That's we're awesome. we're trying to find another source for it before because you know uh, if for those of you who haven't gone, the the VIP will get you in early. Everyone else gets in about a half hour before it opens, uh, and you get pourings from Matt, um, from Mr. Walker, as it were. Yes. I don't know if uh, Andrew he, Firestone does any pouring. I, I never. I'm not really good at picking brother, him out of a crowd. Andrew? the oh, Whoever. Who, or, oh, um, David and Adam. Adam Firestone. I, why do I he, call him Andrew? You know, he, he's not the big, like, David is the guy that's usually out with the peeps. Like, right, right. 
He, yeah, Adam just, he chills. He's more of a recluse character, but that's cool. But you get in and you go through the lines and you get poured by the guys who made the beer, basically. Yep. And then you get and you stand uh, in this little western town and... Holding your glass, your your glass, like waiting to go in. Waiting to go and David and uh, Matt get up there and they ring a bell and they open it up and in you go. Yeah. So uh, we're standing there under an umbrella looking for another source for Mother's Milk. One, because we're like, hey, we're out and we have another 10 minutes. And And we had prime location under an umbrella while we were waiting so let's so, try to get some more beer but exactly and then the mother's milk is from creature comforts right it was a collab with yes. them yes. right yeah. did you guys get to try any other beers from that brewery or I'm anything trying. that stood yeah, out yeah we did the problem I is i feel is like we did we'll 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 get to why why we don't maybe remember that yeah no that's good no, <laughs> no but you know what that's a new brewery that i'm not really too familiar with so that's why i love beers the notes. all really that's good great. that's awesome yeah creature comfort cool. is great very nice but we um so we, we waited and actually it's funny they normally do a countdown it was like three two somebody I, I don't know what security guard happened to open the the rope early so they're getting ready to do the countdown everyone just went whoop oh, no it was it was a mad rush of cattle like we were just yeah. like time to drink you're yeah. like they haven't said it <laughs> yet <laughs> though you're like you're the one yeah right guy. there's one guy <laughs> in the front oh wait guys <laughs> <laughs> hold just, on he's just eating dust dilly dilly but um yeah so then we went in and the first hour because uh, we wanted to hit a few, uh, wanted BDM side, wanted something. We wanted to hit side project and uh, three Floyds, and yeah. those Floyds those two book. by far yeah. were the longest, yeah. longest, longest lines I've ever seen oh, in a beer fest go for, for beer. Yeah, and I, I mean, I said I wanted to go to them last year too, and we went, and same thing. And you just get so turned off by ninety-seven degree weather, waiting in a line that literally has no end in sight. Yeah. And we just didn't hit them this year either. Yeah, we're not talking a long line. No, no, no. We're talking holy balls. I just felt like we could hit so many other places. They're great brews. And they are great. There's a lot of really good beers out there. And that was kind of the decision we made is we're we're all talking. We're like, well, we're going to weigh this. So is it worth waiting here for, I don't know, a half hour, 40 minutes for a, what, a a three ounce pour? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to go hit all the, because all the breweries there are amazing. You're not going to find bad beer. Oh, and the food. Holy cow, the food. Yeah, the food is There's just insane. There's like ceviche yeah. and tacos. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Oh, it's like amazing. gourmet food, mm-hmm. and it's free. There yeah, are pulled pork free. sliders yeah, or something. Oh, my it. God. Yeah, it, was good. it was incredible. Yeah. I say like on, on – I've been twice. Um, the first time I went, we uh, we won an incentive, but we were just, just part of the crowd, right? We were mm-hmm. just another person, VIP. We got to cruise in. Um, you know, my – me working for Firestone only goes so far in the lines, but yes, like we got to experience it. The next year, I actually worked for the event and was part of the keg team. That's so really they cool. like yeah, they broke it down into three different sections. I was in the middle section, worked for the keg team, but it had a, a whole different laminate a laminate on, and I was like just behind the scenes guy. So that three Floyd's line that you guys are talking about, I I totally don't want to like just you know piss you guys off, but I'd be like, hey, my name's Sandra, I'm working. How's everything going? To roll up right there and go boop, boop, boop. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. And then just so roll out. Like, so seriously, jealous. that was the jam. That was the jam. And also all the, like, the little side parties that go along with all that cool stuff, too. But, yeah, especially in the heat, in the lines. It, it, like I said, I mean, it's, it's not that – It's hard to ever get those breweries or those beers, especially out here. Yeah. And I, I really – that was my number one priority until I got there. And I was like, mm, it's crazy no. How, yeah, how, like, really gets really fast. Yeah, so then I think we just – we ended up um, getting in line. I think the first beer I had was a rare barrel. Huh. And, of course, I can't pull it up in my tasting log because it's going to take way too long to sift through it. But it was really good. Um, 
I had given my glass to Nick to get me a line beer. Yeah. And one of the guys from there ends up having this uh, Magnum, like a huge, like three liter sure. bottle. Yeah. And he's just pouring. It's a rare barrel. Yeah, yeah. And it's like some sour peach thing. And he's like, ladies, where's your glasses? And the girl that we met in the elevator and her boyfriend, we were like, oh, our men have our glasses. They're getting us a line beer. He's like, when this is gone, it's gone. And I'm like, I, I can pour it in my mouth. I'll, yeah, I'll just nice. open up. Ah. Like, just pour it. But <laughs> it Did was, he? That's no. Oh, he should have. I know. What the Come it, on. It was really sad. So I missed that one. We didn't get it. But um, we I did start off with a delicious sour beer from Rare Barrel. So Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a couple of notes that some people do is, like, if you have someone that just stands in the line, right, and just kind of waits it out. Mm-hmm. But you can go grab tasters, cook them up with, like, hey, here you go. Here's a taster. Stand in line. And then you kind of can judge it to see. So that way you can get out and about. Someone's in line. You're yeah. getting beers. Well, and shout out to uh, the brewery, who was the only brewery. Well, the brewery has in BRU. Yeah, yeah. Like, just for, you know, yeah. they're based in Orange County. Um the only brewery that actually went down the line with a pitcher Dude. of the brewery you'd be waiting for. I was going to say. And that's, it, it lightened up the line. Yeah. And, I mean, it was it was great. I hope more breweries I'm do surprised that. that, honestly, that more breweries don't do that because I bought that or from that whole event right mm-hmm. there. We, like, that first year that we went, there was actually all kinds of breweries that were doing that. They were like, you know, if you were in line, they were running out with a pitcher, hooking people up while they were waiting. And we brought that idea back to Ventura County. And when we were doing our beer promos, like California Beer Fest and stuff, we would be doing that all the time. And, dude, I, that wasn't an original idea from us. That was something that we got from the Firestone Invitational. Really? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised to hear that there weren't more breweries doing that. That's no, a great no, idea. No, it was it's really genius. only them. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah. like Wiley said, it did kind of lighten the line. And yeah. you got what you wanted. Now, that being said, they were going down pouring Black Tuesday Nutella. Yeah. And it was 18.9%. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, like, we we're so far back in line, you're under the misters. Like in the middle. Yeah, like the it, misters are cool. It's totally though, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's we would do the same. Like, so we'd be pouring off the Firestone trailer, like say at California Beer Fest, and then um, there'd be a long ass line. The one beer that wasn't being pulled the most, that would be the one that we'd fill up with the pitcher and we'd go stoke everyone out on, and they'd be like, "I love this," and so it'd be cool because it would kind of like balance out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone has their favorites. Maybe wouldn't necessarily try this one, but because you're in line, we're pouring you it for you. You got to try it. You didn't have to Done. go back in line. It was line amazing. Or, yeah. it's, a, it's an amazing concept. Well, I think that's great. Yeah. Well, I got like... Um... Just just real quick. Round three's here. Oh, oh nice. Round three. Salute. Round three. Ping pong. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get away. It's so good when it hits the lips. Boy, that escalated quickly. Just a quick interjection here. This is uh, a bottle of batch one of Agrestic mm. that I just poured. Yeah. Because we were talking about the Firestone Invitational, and I I just got excited. That's great. That's huh? really good. I love it. Thanks I just, for sharing. I, I couldn't hold it inside. Follow your we, heart. we picked she that said. up at uh, Barrel Works on our way home, yeah, actually. Yeah, had to. That's amazing. One of the other things I do love about the, the festival, and you see it towards the end of the day, is you can see all the different brewers, and that's it, I think it's one of the I don't know how many festivals do this, but the festival the, the people who show up to the festival are the, the, either the people that own it or, or the brewery or yeah. the people who brewed the beer for it. Like you're not just getting no offense, Sandra, you're yeah. not just getting reps. Yeah, you're totally. getting the guys. And so yeah. what I really love in the afternoon 
is you see all, everyone from the booth starting to intermingle. Yeah. And you can see like collaborations or, or there's no way that's not going to yeah. be happening. It's the you know? spark, right? Yeah. yeah they, they, you they start trading ideas and, and I, that's one of my favorite parts of the festival. A lot of those people travel a long ways. So, you know, as, as much as, uh, you know, they do have qualified people to send. They want to like represent and have fun and Absolutely. be a part of it. And, you know, so yeah, it's amazing. You do really get quite an experience, you know, you get to not only taste the beer, but actually probably like shake hands with the person that was making it too. And, yeah. Or compliment them. And yeah, they're yeah, just, exactly. they're very humble people. Like totally. they, you know, they're, I think they're kind of excited to be there too. And I, I mean, I'm sure it strokes their ego a little bit, but like I said, they're all humble. Yeah. Next yeah. time we're staying at the Adelaide Inn though. Because huh. that's where all the brewers stay, right next to it. Gotcha. And that's where the good bottle share was happening the night before. Nice. Okay. That's where we're going next time. Right by the pool, too. Nice. Oh. There you go. Which was necessary. So, yeah. So, we hit the Firestone Festival, right? Mm. Right about 3.34. We hit literally eight or ten breweries in the first hour. Wow. Like oh, we, at we least. Just, we just bit. went through there like, bam. We're like, yeah, like kids at Christmas, you know, when they go down and you're four years old and you're tearing <laughs> the, the wrapping off. We went nuts. Nice. And we're like, damn, it's only 12.50, man. We haven't even been here in hour and then we were like oh it's hot let's it's get some hot. food yeah yeah <laughs> so we ended up back at the hotel probably around four o'clock with what 48 50 firestone lager cans and a cooler nice. by oh, the yes. pool our Very uber nice. driver shout out to her was she the kiwi yeah she was the kiwi she yeah was the kiwi. Nice. She, I, she was so we gave her cool. a glass as a tip unfortunately so okay th <laughs> this is like kind of our funny story so quickly from last year's firestone invitational i thought it would be a great idea to wear a tube top so i didn't get tan lines and I also thought that it was a great holder for my snifter and like nestled right in between my boobs sticking out of my tube top. And when I stepped off the curb into the side or into the street, across the crosswalk. On a beer run. On a beer run. No, on our way home. No, it was a beer run. Are you sure? Yeah, we're running across the street to, to a gas, get beer and then to go a back gas to the hotel. station, which we couldn't have done in Philadelphia. That is true. <laughs> to, get to, get, yeah, to get beer. <laughs> stepped off the curb, the jogging or jarring of my foot hitting the sidewalk and then... The, the momentum of, the of my girls. boobs <laughs> knocked it right out Oof. of my out of my shirt, and it literally cracked at the base. So, oh. so the base and the glass, like the actual yeah. like base of the glass, were rolling around, and I'm like, "Just leave it." Nick's like, "We have to get it out of the street." I'm like, "Just leave it." Yeah, BDN and wasn't having it. No, and Damn. he he's a good good Samaritan. I think I was kind of drunk and embarrassed, so I just kept walking. But he picked it up, and then uh, he was like, "Okay, don't worry, we have one." He puts it in his dirty laundry bag, and we get home from that trip. And he empties his dirty laundry bag upside down on our tile floor in the laundry oh. room. And you imagine it was like, psh, just shattered. Here's the crazy part. So obviously that was a year ago. I, I cleaned my house. Like I, it's, I, vac I mean, craziness, right? Yeah. I'm in the laundry room and I, we had a pile of towels on the floor right by like this. We have a barn door that's in there and then like a door that goes to the side of our house. In that corner was literally the etching from last year's glass, no a small way. shard of glass from when yeah. he broke it last year. Wow. And so, it's amazing. Like glass will hide uh, places and then it just like appears after you break something. And it was like the craziest <laughs> reminder because we actually came home with both of our glasses this year. And I'm like, Nick, you're not going to believe this. Look at what I found in the corner. It's a shard of glass from last year's cup. And wow. it was the day we got home. So last year they didn't get their glasses and I got mine. This year, the Kiwi Ubi... Ubi. Ubi. The Kiwi Ubi driver. Uh, the Kiwi Uber driver got mine yeah. and they came home with theirs. Damn. Someday we'll come home with all three. Yeah. <laughs> That's our plan. <laughs> nice. That will happen. Gotta leave something for next year. Yes. So now we do have, uh, we're at kind of the end of the show here, but we do have a quick announcement to make. I don't know if I have any good uh, music to play for this though, but um, so, damn, I am buzzed up, but I'm feeling good. Yeah. 
Doing good. So, uh, Booze League would like to make the announcement that on August 11th in Carpinteria here in Southern California, if you're hearing this in the area of Carpinteria, there is a beer fest called Surf and Suds that we will have the fools gave us two booths right next to each other. Amazing. Not one. But two. Very but nice. two. So we will actually have uh, not only all the swag that you can handle, we'll have a bevy of booze, babes, games, and everything else there at this festival. You can find out more about the festival itself at surfbeerfest.com. There are 75-plus craft breweries, ciders, and uh, boochcraft. Boochcraft is the, the alcoholic kombucha, I yeah. think, right? Oh, yeah. Some boochcraft as well. Oh, I've had that. So uh, weird. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna give you just a few quick uh, of the uh, brewers are gonna be there. Bear Republic will be there, which is awesome. Uh, obviously, Boochcraft we just talked about. Big Scry, Big Scry, Big Scry, uh, Big Sky out of Missoula, Montana. <laughs> hmm. You know, don't you know? There's no laughing here. <laughs> uh, Lost Coast Brewing uh, founders will be there, which is exciting. That's really exciting. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're gonna bring. Nice. Um, so yeah, oh, and here, oh, here's the the big list. Obviously, Firestone will be there. Pocock will be there. Uh, Topa Topa Institution, who we talk about often, obviously. Green Flash is going to be there. I'll be curious to see what kind of stuff they bring now that they've had the uh, ownership yeah, right. change. Pizza Port, which I highly recommend oh. if you do show up, make sure to show up there. Alpine also makes some amazing beers. Um, yeah, so come out and see us. Uh, we'll be posting more details. Obviously, you're, you're if you follow us, you're probably gonna uh, you're really gonna see a whole lot of it. Um, but yeah, come out and see us on August 11th. Surfbeerfest.com is where you want to go. Uh, podcast out there too, yeah? No, we're not. There's actually no power to the booths. Oh. But we will have cameras and we'll be doing a lot of live Facebook, huh. live Instagram, especially with the booze babes wandering around gotcha. uh, out there. So uh, that should be good. But um, tickets are actually really reasonable. It's, uh, I think, 65 for VIP, which will get you in an hour early. And 50 for general admission. So tickets are on sale. They do sell out every year. So I recommend if you're listening to this now, just go to surfbeerfest.com and get it. And we'll probably do a giveaway here shortly as well. Nice. Give some away. But don't count on us. Go get it yourself. Very nice. So that has been, uh, what draft are we on now? 28? 28. 28. Thanks for listening. Um, on behalf of Coley and Sandro. Hello. Goodbye. Hello and goodbye. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Cheers, everybody. Thanks this for listening. This was a fun one. Thanks.